50, 52. We'd never run out of stuff, at least. That's how people just keep killing more people. Yeah. Crazy shit keeps happening. Yeah. Mm. And we'll talk about one night back in 2021 where you were murdered. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I mean, Why, how would we talk about it? Oh, ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts. We're both ghosts. Go. Well, I mean, we've had everything from zapping thunder strikes on our rupee podcast uh to uh random uh latin music playing <laughs> to uh okay. random ghosts just appearing in your house and light sh- shifting and we've we've had everything on this podcast a lot of shit has happened yeah <sighs> we've been from no hauntings to now Lots we do it in a haunted house. You just uh, you haunt the ghosts. I sure do. Mm-hmm. And I get this. I get get those word. nuts away from my face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These gays, get these gays out of my house. Mm-hmm. My, my house. house. My house. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, hey, welcome. Yay! It's only been a minute. Oh, okay. I didn't it's know. Really I just we just getting started. Uh, well, we did it. We did it. This is season three. Three. That's what I said, three years. We've been doing this for technically two years, but two full years. But now this is our third year of doing this officially. 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 Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? We're so crazy. Yeah. And normally people at three years would have uh, a fraction of the content that we have and also like 17 seasons. Yeah. We have three. Yeah. We have three. This is our third season. With but four million hours of <laughs> 104 content. episodes ranging between two and three hours each. So we're looking at about 250 hours of content for just A our Spoopy podcast and then even more for our Ruby podcast. So we're, I'm, we'll see that's because we, after season one, we had seven days of, of uh, content, didn't we? Yes. Didn't we? So we had to have more. We're we on our way. You know, one month is 730 <clears throat> hours. Mm. So if we have 200 and something, that's literally two weeks of content. Yeah. I'm thinking we're probably close to 300 of our Spoopy podcasts and probably close to that for our Rupee podcast. <gasps> no. <gasps> 336 for two weeks. Okay. I, I would guess that we're probably close to that. Yeah. Can you imagine living in the 90s? No. Not being able to Google things? I don't... I never lived in the 90s. You're literally from the 90s. You're a slut from the 90s. I wasn't a slut back then. I was just a dumbass kid. I was a child. I was a child. A child. No. 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 What's worse than than a rapist? A child. No. 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 Well, yes. A rapper. A rap... They're all rappers. They're rappers, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! I don't even know who Jerry is. Uh, it's from uh, Parks and Rec. It's oh. one of my, that's one of my favorite quotes because he's like Lady Gaga, Nicki Minaj, uh, you, you uh, <laughs> some random other singers and stuff. Uh, what do they all have in common? And Jerry goes, "Oh, I know this one." And <laughs> like they're all rapists. <laughs> and then Tom goes, "No, they're all rappers, Jerry." <laughs> Class. <laughs> Okay, go back to drinking your Bud Light, bitch. Oh, yeah. This is the season of the Bud Light. We're doing, uh, what's, it's not even Hot Girl Summer then. What is, what is this? This is frat sorority, no. Frat, oh, can you do the frat, frat snap? Boy. Hold on, I can't do the frat snap. 
What even is that? It was popular. Uh, it was popular. I don't know if it's still popular now. I don't now. even know what you're doing. You you're trying to like... slap this finger against this one. And it makes a slapping noise. You can kind of hear it. It's not as good as some people. <laughs> this You're supposed to make this like finger loose, and it's supposed to hit up against this one. And it makes like a popping noise. No, you hold this, and then this finger is supposed to slap against this one when you flick it. How? I don't know. It's way out here. I have... <laughs> You're supposed to put it close to the other one, (laughs) dumbass. No. I'd rather do this. Uh, That is very gay of us. No, we're straight. We're drinking. We're straight. Bud Light. Drinking Bud Light, bro. Um, Well, I feel like the straights don't drink Bud Light either. What do the straights drink? Drink Bud Light. Who do we know? Oh. I'm gonna go back. I gotta go back. We can't do it. No. Yep. How's the sweat, Martha? Look how damp it is. I'm trying to wipe off my foundation. My moisturizer, bitch. I haven't gotten to the point of wearing foundation yet. Yet. I got a new serum. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Okay. It's by The Ordinary. $7. So good. Is that a lot or cheap? $7? That's a lot, isn't it? No. Oh, it's cheap. Yes. There's some serums that go upwards of $200,000. Why would you... Do they work? Do you... Yeah. I was wondering why I couldn't see. Chemicals. Chemicals. Get those chemicals on my for... face. <laughs> Put those chemicals on my face. What am I doing here? I don't want that. I mm. love... I, I watch a lot of stuff that's for moms now. And they're always like, you know, you got to use the ingredients that are good for the kiddos. And I'm like, no, no. I want I things want that GM I have no idea products. how to say. I want that dexatrocin in my everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know, even know what I said. Uh, niacinamide. It's good that. for you. It is good. I know, but they had to change the name of it because it, oh, nic- nicotinamide, uh, some sort of acid. But everyone's like, it's nicotine? It's like, yes, it is a form of nicotine, but it is not nicotine. It's actually a vitamin. Vitamin. So they can into the niacin. Vitamin B. It's vitamin B6? I don't know. I think it's B6. Or maybe B2. Anyways, you put that shit on your face, honey. Niacin? Uh-huh. Uh, well, niacin I mean, you, also, you can also eat it. Well, it's yes. in a lot of your foods. But it's really good for pores, and don't do that. And sebum, and evening of the skin texture. Oh, perfect. I need to really even out this texture. we got yeah. m- mountains and then peaks and valleys throughout. I was just going to say potato. Mm. potato. Potato Potato after the root sister. <laughs> yeah. A potato <laughs> that you didn't put in a dark place. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like putting a potato in a dark place would actually exacerbate the problem. No, no, it helps. Why? Where do you keep your potatoes? On my shelf. Or little little thing. In a basket? In a basket. I put them next, the next to my apples. Ew. Hmm. What, are, what else? So you're not supposed to keep bananas near anything. Because bananas just go. They make everything go. Mm-hmm. Is that the only thing? I thought there was something else. Um. Munions? Berries. 
Oh, berries go in the fridge. Yeah. Batteries are in the fridge. Batteries are in the fridge. I typically put apples in the fridge. Um, I don't. I put lemons and limes in the fridge. Why? They don't ever go bad. I mean, they do, but like, if you have a lot hey, of skill. smoke them if you got them. When life gives you lemons. Smoke them if you got them. You sell your grandma's you jewelry and go clubbing. Them. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with Love that. that journey. <laughs> Love Hi. that journey. Hey guys, you want to you want to buy uh, a mother of pearl <laughs> amulet? I have the uh, what is it? The j- jewel of the ocean. I have commemorative Elvis plates. Do you guys need? <laughs> Do you need any of this? Uh, I have a lot of uh, wood panel. I got a I got a picture. Shut the <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you know that you can order a picture of the queen? Like anybody can for free. Why don't you just... Not in America, I don't think. You have to be part of the Commonwealth. You could just order. Why don't you just print it off the internet? They send an actual, like, vintage one. For free? Yeah. Why? I'm going to get mine. Okay. So if this were my nan's house, this area right here, there would be a shelf. Commemorative plates. Uh-huh. I'm going to do it. Commemorative plates. Uh-huh. Like license plates? or No, 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 like the plate plates. Oh, like okay. you could eat off of it. Oh, what do they commemorate? Anything and everything. Mm. Anything and everything. I buy hats when I go to certain places. Is that kind of a not commemorative the same thing? thing? Oh. Not the same thing. What do you do? You collect things when you go places. What do you collect? I collect hats. I was doing flags, but for some reason my dumbass was like, "Let me buy these three by five flags." I got three of them. What the fuck do I do with three three by five flags? They're massive. <laughs> yeah, hang them from the ceiling. <laughs> You make them into a blanket. Why didn't I just get like the little little ones and like put them along the wall or something like that? No. no. I had to be as difficult as possible. You sure did. You sure did. So now I have an Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa flag. See, the only foreign countries that I've been to are the United States and Mexico. So mm-hmm. I don't really have anything that I need to be collecting. Okay. I guess coins. What about cities? Do you? Because uh, I buy things from cities. I have like a Chicago hat. I have a San Francisco hat, even though I didn't even go. I have a Puerto Vallarta hat. I didn't even go there. You know what I collect that I um, do it unintentionally, but mm-hmm. also maybe a little bit intentionally? Is it shot glasses? Are you one of those girls? No, I collect pamphlets. Are you going to start scrapping? <laughs> You're just going full ass like Grandma. 90s housewife. 80s. Oh, uh, 80s, yeah. 80s housewife. Well, that's I can my put mom doilies did. on shit. My, mo- my mom scrapbooks like crazy. She has everything. Everything. And then I'm like, oh. She'd be like, look at this, guys. You remember this? I'm like, no. I don't, because I was seven. And I didn't like and it. And I didn't. <laughs> well, also, I was seven. So I, I, people ask me things from my childhood all the time. I'm like, you guys remember your childhood? Because I, I don't. some things. I mean, I remember, like, little details. I don't remember, like, a whole lot of it. I remember from the ages of, like, five until eight, my mom was obsessed with us wearing overalls. Ooh. We wore overalls a lot. <clears throat> and now you can wear them again because that's fashion. It's fashion. But I can't find them. But is it fashion? <laughs> it's fashion. It's fashion. <laughs> Stupid. Let's take this before you <clears throat> oh, yeah. spill it again. Season three, girl. Happy Ooh. season three. Ooh. Drinking Bud Light, but we're still drinking gin. Gin. Gin? It's not White Claw, white claw or Hot not Girl White Summer Claw anymore. or Hot Surf. White person. Claw Hot Girl Summer anymore. White Girl Summer. Now it's Bud Light Sad. <laughs> Just Bud con- Light Seltzer Sad Summer. Continuing winter. Yeah. Am I so sweating? <laughs> yep. I love that. 
It's just who I am. It's part of my personality. But so is taking shots on this podcast and drinking White Claw. So Ooh. why not do it? Um, Have you ever been checked for hyperhidrosis? Who? I feel like you sweat a lot. So do you. No. <laughs> am I sweating right now? Probably. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> just not wearing them and can see. Yeah. Feet. Feet. <laughs> so that's why you wear socks all the time. Sweaty back of the knees. Mm, yes. All the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of. The back of your knees are sweaty? Uh, I know, right? Let me take this. Yeah, so the back but of my, the, the back knees. back of the knees are all... They, yeah, they are sweaty. <laughs> exactly. Back of my knees are always sweaty. Uh, armpits sweat without me even realizing. Yeah. They just go. Head, sometimes. This morning, I was well, also after I ran. Uh, I could not stop sweating after my shower, and it made putting on my moisturizer very difficult. Very just slick. It was just, I kept on wiping and wiping and rubbing. It just was not going anywhere, and I'm like, well, I got to go. So I just, like, left with white streaks on my face. Yep. And allowed myself, I put on the full blast on the AC from the car, and was like, cool me off. And so I'm like, during the stoplights, I'm like, <laughs> trying to rub it in, still sweating. Yep. It just took it took a full ass like fifteen minutes to finally get it rubbed in. That is worse worst for me at night because I like a very occlusive cream. Uh-huh. And it's uh Vaseline texture and it's just not gonna go. Well see on my top of water. night cream that I started using is not the one that you originally recommended to me because I couldn't find that one in the store recently. So I got the CeraVe night cream. Um yes. Oh I the the one with the pump? <clears throat> no, it's in a little circle thing that I oh. dip out but it's uh, almost like a clayey texture which it's very easy to put on my face yeah. so I got right out of the shower and I'm like done <laughs> and I look stunning you look like a newborn elk I am so young so precious um, Bambi could never because she could never you see this skin darling I am a newborn infant child baby please shut your mouth oh who? Bambi. Oh. Anyways, um, I don't I know. We were going to share something and then it didn't happen. I was. Okay. <laughs> was um, I, share? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Anyways. <laughs> well, welcome to our spoopy podcast, season we three. We did it. <laughs> season um, three. Season three. And things are going to change so drastically much. Uh, that we're going to do all these super crazy new things. People are going to be like, is that even the same podcast? It's just so weird. We're not even talking about scary stuff anymore. We just keep talking about it. People are going to be like, did they get new hosts? Are these people not gay? Are these people not stupid? (laughs) No. We're still stupid. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we are stupid. The answer is, what was the question? What? Because I don't know anymore. I wasn't listening. I was listening. Uh, yeah, it's still the same podcast. Nothing's changed. Yeah, no. <laughs> we made it to season three, episode one hundred and five, and we're just like, "Yep, welcome." <laughs> we did it. We're still talking about stupid shit, talking for twenty minutes before we even talk about scary stuff, uh, and just living life, living life, not not having any idea where we were going with certain tangents, like just now. Uh, yeah, what you had to say was very important, mm-hmm. and um, the world will always wonder. But you know what they won't wonder. Hmm. What recent Gallup polls say? They show that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of our stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. 
According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you will probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our own dogs? Hmm. Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. <clears throat> Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using, using promo code SPOOBY15. SPOOBY15. Big Bones is an LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. <laughs> all right, Luther Vandross. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. Um, well, I'd also like to thank one of our other sponsors. If I'm alone. I'm not phone. What is this? This little thing. Um, and I'm scrolling and I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'd like to thank our sponsor uh, just because they're just doing the most for us and helping us out. And uh, um, I have it if you... I don't know why I can't find it. Are you ready to book that? No, getaway? I got it. <laughs> Spencer, are you ready to book that getaway? Yes. Yes, I'm going to Destin, Florida. <laughs> then who better to book your next vacation than with our friends at Cruise Planners? Cruise Planners. Cruise Planners is rated number one in the country. Aside from the fact that these guys are a LGBT and veteran-owned franchise, Cruise Planners was also co-founded by a member of our community. As your land and cruise experts, they provide the best service possible and work closely with all forms of travel, including other LGBT-owned vacation suppliers. No matter where you are in the U.S., cruise planners can help you. For you! If you can dream it, cruise planners can book it. So call today at 210-560-1325 or visit their website at ilseattravel.com. That's I-S-L-E SeatTravel.com You see what I did there? No. Mm -hmm. I'll Seat Travel, the best seat to have. Who's booking your next escape? Zoom! Zoom, zoom. Motorola. <laughs> is that copyright? I don't even uh, probably. know. Probably. What is this? What is happening? Fruit fly? Yes. You can't say that. That's a slur. That's a microaggression. <laughs> You're the king of them. Mm -hmm. I'm really good at that. Yeah. What? I'm just. Do I have sweaty you microaggressed again? against me. I can't tell because you're wearing a dark t-shirt. I know. But I assume yes. That's what, I just need to start buying like black. I just need to wear black all the time. I guess I could wear navy. I think you should go goth. That would be a great, great uh, endeavor at this juncture in your life. Yeah. How would I go to work? Eyeliner. I don't even know her. I didn't say it. You eyeliner. Did. Um. Have you ever heard of Yarn Falls? Who? Yarn Falls. Is it a falls? person, place, or thing? What it's sort of thing. noun is this? Okay. It's a thing. No. So it's the goths in the um, the mid-2000s uh, decided to make 
kind of like wigs out of yarn. Okay. Think of um, Raggedy Ann. Okay. They did that. With their hair or like actual yarn? Actual wigs. Do you remember when the feathers were a thing? The people, the, all the white women put feathers in their hair? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. I always wanted... <laughs> but she never had any hair. I didn't have any hair. I've had a receding hairline since I was 16, so why not? And then I shaved my head and I was like, I'm going to grow my hair out again. And now I'm back to this. Back to square one. Still... You know what you should get? What? One of those hats that has the hair around the brim? What? Ooh, or what? the one that's Ooh. a visor and the top is hat oh, hair? Oh, yes. Yeah, that would be pretty good. And just wear a visor all the time and have hair that matches mine. You Actually, no, like I want like Guy a Fieri. I, ooh, not a bad idea. It's a great he idea. He is the king of food right now. He is the king of food. Also, um, <laughs> I saw something about like uh, he's just a he's just a really nice guy. Are you lying? No. Oh, apparently Alton Brown is a um, a mean uh, uh, an elephant. What? Like hung? No. He's got a big old trunk. Politically. Oh. oh. Who's yeah. Alton Brown? The one that I liked more than him, than Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri is like donating books to children and shit. <laughs> Who's Alton Brown? What? The Good Eats guy. Who's Good Eats? Oh my god. You obviously have never seen anything on Food Network. Oh. Anyways. Oh. Okay. This is. <gasps> <gasps> Take that, Bud Light. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So that's on you. Oh, that was me that did that? That's on you. That's your fault. Well, I mean, we both spilled, so welcome to season three. <laughs> Messier. Yeah, messier, wetter. sloppier, just sloppier. Wet, wetter. We've literally talked about me sweating profusely. Um, I did think that I had a hyper, did think, still do think that I had hyperhidrosis. Um, I tried one of the a, a brand uh, that is a popular brand that uh, recommended Botox. Uh, no, well, that's, I, this one I think I should just go for Botox. Um, yeah, because it's just a little saggy. It's just it's I only a little bit. What do I mean on my forehead? I'm okay with sweating on my forehead. I don't give a shit about that. Oh it's, no, I wasn't talking. It's about the embarrassing sweat. sweat marks that I get while I'm at work that just like happens, and I'm not even nervous. And I'm just like in around or pads. I've, I've put paper towels underneath there before. They still leak through. It does not help. Well, yeah, because you're not using pads. you got to use pads. Oh, my God. Because they are water absorbent. Yes. So are paper towels. Not as much as pads. I understand. I think pads have, like, like what, silica in them or something? I don't know. What if I just put diapers around my shoulders? Yes. Shoulder pads. Coming yes. back. <laughs> Make a trend. Deliver. <laughs> just diapers. I'm going to pull a Regina George with the holes in her nipples. Er, holes in her nipples. Holes on her shirt where her nipples are. She's just like, hmm. Just keeps walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Might as well do that. Diapers on shoulders. I yeah, think this is a great idea. This is the in fashion. This is it. This is fashion. I don't know what fashion is, but, but I, I know, know it what, when, when I, I see it. it. <laughs> I can't define fashion, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> yes. Very that. Um... Yeah, so I've considered going to get some shots in my armpits. Um, I think, think it could help. But I tried a, a brand, and it, they had like a three-month situation. But of course, they like whenever I canceled my membership, and they're like, why are you canceling your membership? I was like, because it doesn't work. And they were like, oh, it's not that you got to try it for, for six months to a year. I'm like, honey, if I'm not seeing results uh, 
pretty quickly. I'm not going to sit here and spend uh, $30 a month on your service. Like, that's definitely not worth it. On a that. deodorant? It wasn't. They had a deodorant. Um, and then there was like a little shampoo that you used. And then, uh, or shampoo, I guess it was a soap. Uh, that you use, and then you there was... were like hiding the brand name, but I don't know what the brand name is. Oh yeah, it's just it doesn't matter. I don't want to say it though. They're not okay. our sponsors. Hold on, wait. Nope, I had no idea what that was. Yeah, I mean it. It I've seen it all over the place because I assume my phone hears me talking about me sweating constantly, and my phone's like, hold on, let me help this gay. Yeah, mine's like, you need a new knitting project. <laughs> let me go ahead and get you that. How How about how to build a Murphy bed? Mine has been trying to sell me short shorts. Oh, mine's trying to do that too. But I just buy from J. Crew Factory because they're cheap. Also, for some reason, Facebook, um, when it brings up the Wish app, thinks that I want to buy toilet seat covers. Uh, mine has been giving me a lot of um, female toys, sexual things, a, ve- a lot of very sexual things, um, and it's terrifying. How it many truly- have you lost? Twelve. I-, I have bought a lot of. <laughs> Anal beads everywhere. <laughs> I wear them as a necklace and people think they look fabulous. Oh, look at that. Yes, they're so shiny, aren't they? I polish them myself. What, <laughs> <laughs> what is it made of? Oh, this? <laughs> Silicone. Silicone. Oh. Very durable. And why is it so shiny? It's wet. I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> Have you ever heard of... um? Okay, why? Do you know what cleaner. lube is? It's it, what about gun oil? You know what gun oil is? Swiss Army. Swiss Army. Mm. Or is it Swiss Navy? I don't fucking know. I get, I use gun oil, so I don't. Know. That's we're, the only one I know. We're old fashioned. We're we're KY girls. Oh, I thought you were gonna say spit. I was like, yeah, <laughs> Vaseline. <laughs> Vaseline. Hey, I used vegetable oil once. Do not recommend. We use uh, Crisco. Crisco. Yes, that's good. Just animal oil. Yeah, no, we're not in that. Uh, I talked about fisting at work today. Oh, if you can believe it, in front of a rep. Raynell's into that. No, but Raynell full on the the other. He's not into it. He just we somehow brought it up, uh, and it was just hilarious to me. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening in front of this woman? This white woman from Georgia?" And she was like, (laughs) "She laughed. She laughed the entire time. And then she like also didn't realize that all of us were homosexuals." And I was like, and she was like, y'all know y'all are going to hell. Yeah, you're gay. <laughs> yeah, valid. Um, <laughs> let's talk about spooky stuff because it's like an, an hour and a 50 minutes in. We're at a- an hour? No, that's 26 minutes. I was like, how long have I been here? Let's yeah, we probably should. Go We should probably talk about spooky things. Who went, uh, who went first last time? What did we talk about last time? Uh, I think I went first, but I don't remember what either of us <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Uh, was that, did I do the Chicago fire? Was that the most recent thing that I did? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really? Hold on, let me, let me pull yeah, up the, the yeah, docs yeah, from yeah, the Google. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did do the Great Chicago Fire. Aw. And I did something else. I don't like my topic anymore. You did another fire? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> hmm. Damn it. Wow. Hmm. She well, is very predictable, everyone. Okay, well, I'm going first. So, um... I wanted to kick off season three the same way I kicked off season two, which was something that was going to terrify you. I thought about doing a hurricane because hurricane season started five days ago, uh, officially. Um, the Atlantic hurricane season did. And we had a we had our first name storm. Oh, I did the Sagaya family murders. Oh. Okay, keep going. Uh, who? 
Sakaya. Oh, yeah. The guy came in and shat in their toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, And then they ate ice cream and flushed it all down his poopy toilet. Yeah. Well, Uh, he put it all in there. They were like, they'll never find it out. And DNA everywhere. Well, we never did. We didn't somehow. Um, Yeah, so I thought about doing a hurricane. No. And did not do a hurricane. No. Um, Sadly. It would have been really good. It was the perfect time for it. And we've already had our first named storm of the hurricane season in the Pacific. Which is very rare. It happened for it broke a record. That it was Yay. the first hurricane uh, on on uh, on uh, on on record. Early January twenty thirty three. Hurricane season is all year basically. Well, that's what we're getting to. Um, anyways, so I was like, okay, what else scares Spencer? Natural disasters. Let's find some other natural disasters that might happen. Um, and then I want to do a little bit more research, but I did kind of like talk about some things that I'm like really kind of excited about that I can bring up certain things, but I'm going to talk about the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. Oh, I like that. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't like earthquakes, but I'm excited because it's historical. Yeah, it's historical. And you've been to San Francisco. I have. Mm-hmm. And I was not in the earthquake mm-hmm. because I was there a little late, mm-hmm. but. A li- just a few hundred years. Yeah, but, um. I really felt like I was there. You just like bonded with it, right? You're just like, oh, I did. Like, it's like San Francisco. The hotel that I was in, I was like, anybody there? Hello. And they were like, you're not even near where San Francisco used to be. So. And I was like, what kind of ghost are you then? They were like, I was a, I was a crack addict. Oh. I died in this hotel. Oh. Do you have any crack? Do you have, <laughs> do you have some? Can you pass and I said, it? No. Can you come to the astral plane and bring it to me? And then, you know. What if I you went could, to see Alcatraz? What if you could sell drugs over the astral plane? I would be a I millionaire. Like the, the 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 ghosts would be like, shit's not as good as you can get here. Mm, yeah, and then you bring the shit back. Just imagine the just fucking wild the ectoplasm crack. Ectoplasm crack. So what if you started buying ectoplasm crack and, and then selling, selling it, it here? Here, people become ghosts. Oh yes, because they die. They get so high off the crack that it just. Adds more ghosts to the, the world. Yes, they <gasps> ghosts. They go into the astral plane. Astral plane. Why don't you ask me first? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> don't. Just tell me about your fucking topic. Uh, so at five twelve a.m. on Wednesday, April eighteenth of nineteen oh six, an earthquake with an estimated moment magnitude of seven point nine and a maximum. Uh, Mercalli in uh, Mercalli Mercalli intensity of eleven. See, that's the worst thing is that it's just like five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is awake? Mm-hmm. So you're shaken out of bed mm-hmm. onto your hardwood floor. Does that cost you uh, a penny? A to, buffalo to put? nickel. Yes, exactly. That you cut down yourself mm. and just took the tree to the mill, and they were like, "Here are your floorboards. Hey, can you put this hardwood in my floor?" Yes. That's not how people from San Francisco ever spoke. I'm just going with like Chicago accent just because of the time period. Yeah, everyone in, from 1900s is from Chicago. Well, see, I feel like in, at that point in California, they all just like talk like rednecks because hey, the, the people that were there were the, the people who went manifest destiny. Let's cross the, the plains yeah. in the 1850s. You remember gold. that one picture of like an angel along a telephone yes. line that was in every book? And then like all the just people behind her and she's like turning darkness into to light. light. Like, That's yeah, racist. I'm glad that this is just 
racist as fuck. I mean, welcome to American history and also education system here in the United States, Texas mostly. Yeah. But also just United States in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um, that struck the note. The North uh, coast of Northern California. Uh, the high intensity shaking was felt from Eureka, which is up north, uh, and then all the way down to Salinas Valley, which is an agricultural region to the south of the San Francisco Bay area. This occurred along the San Andreas Fault Line, which is a strike-slip fault that runs uh, the coast of California, which is about 810 miles. The San Andreas Fault Line comprises of the Pacific Plate to the west, which is moving north in relation to the North American Plate to the east. Uh, during this earthquake, the maximum observed surface displacement was 20 feet. Can you imagine if your house just split in half and moved 20 feet? Oh, I thought you were talking like up down. You're talking sideways. Sideways, because they're sli- sliding against each other. They're, no. s- they're strike slip. Yeah, so they're sliding against each other. Nope. So they literally just like in a matter of 45 seconds, your entire house is just split in half, 20 feet apart from each other. Isn't that wild? And then it falls down. Well, I'm not thinking it's going to stand up after that. No, it just turns. Ooh. It turns all around. Let me just shift and I'm just facing the other way now. Um, the earthquake did happen before the Richter scale was invented, but the most widely accepted estimate for the magnitude of the quake on the modern moment magnitude scale is 7.9, with values from 7.7 as high as 8.3 that have been proposed as well. Severe deformations, uh, def- deformations, yes, okay. Um, in the earth, I was like, did I say that word wrong? Wouldn't it be deformities? I don't know. Severe deformities. Deformations. 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 Hmm. Well, I mean, if we're talking about, like, actual rocks that are rock formations and they're deforming. Do you get a sneeze? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. <laughs> um, severe deformations in the Earth's, Earth's crust took place both before and after the earthquake's <laughs> impact. Uh uh, and the reason, whoa, 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 what am I saying? Strain that had accumulated along other faults in the system was relieved during the earthquake, which leads to the reasons why there were other damage along the 280-mile-long segment of the San Andreas Plate boundary that was uh, that had an issue here. Uh, the 1906 rupture propagated north, both northward and southward for a total of 296 miles. Shaking was felt uh, from Oregon to Los Angeles and as far inland as central Nevada. Uh, a strong foreshock preceded the main shock by about 20 to 25 seconds, and the strong shaking of the main shock lasted 42 seconds. Prior to this, there were decades of minor earthquakes, more than at uh, more than at any other time in the historical record for Northern California before the 1906 earthquake. So this was a whole bunch of like minor earthquakes. Earthquakes were happening happening a lot. Um, and at the time, it was believed that these were precursory sh- uh, quakes showing the tensions from the other faults, but this had been proven otherwise. So basically, they had the idea that, like, okay, something's happening. Because normally what happened, the reason why earthquakes happening is because these plates are moving against each other. And you have these massive boulders that get stuck. And I'm not just talking about, like, the rock you see in your yard. I'm talking about, like, megaton. Probably much larger than that. Like, giant. Um that, like, they get stuck on each other, and they're like, well, the plate's still moving, but, like, we're kind of stuck. So then these other faults are like, well, we need to move, too. Uh, so we're also having issues. Um, and so these fault lines that you know from – yes, please uh, – from your usual 
uh, high school geography class or science class or whatever class you learned uh, plate tectonics in, um, the, the major ones, yes, they're great. They happen all the time. But fault lines happen literally everywhere. So when I'm saying faults, there are faults that come off of fault lines that extend basically everywhere. Um, especially, uh, the reason why I mentioned that is because <clears throat> we have fault lines in Texas, if you can believe it. And because of fracking <laughs> and people like RuPaul, uh, there is increased uh, fault lines that are being created because they're, they're forcing that water down to the earth to get the oil out. And it's just causing rocks to shatter and it causes the earth to literally break. So it's causing cracking <laughs> in the earth. Uh, so it just exacerbates fault lines. So that was like, didn't we have like a six point something magnitude or five point something magnitude earthquake in Oklahoma recently? Um, which is not where any, uh, what do you want to try? Hmm. I'm going to try the strawberry daiquiri. Daiquiri? Daiquiri. Um, so, sure. Why not have one of those too? I spilled half mine. Not half, but, you know, I, I like to be dramatic. Um, yeah, so there's fault lines that happen everywhere. Uh, someone can fact check me on this if they want to, but, uh, or you could be Republican and say that fracking does not cause earthquakes. But uh, having a major earthquake in Oklahoma where there's no major fault lines, uh, I don't know what else to blame there, honey. Um, global warming. Global warming, yes. Just the way that it happens. Yeah, but they also say that global warming doesn't exist. So. Well, yeah, global warming. That's just the way that it is. It's just it just happens. The, the earth no is just. There's no reason for it. It's just also there's no fault line. How do you have an earthquake? Well, That's so just the way it is. There had been long rumors, and by rumors, I don't know. I do not know that it has been proven false because I have not looked that far into it. But uh, there was rumors that I-35 was built along a fault line, especially in the San Antonio area, because that's like the Balcones uh, escarpment, which is where um, like San Antonio is basically built on, where half it's in the hill country and half it's not. That's supposedly a fault line. And I... They... No. What? The plates are set in stone. You can't have an earthquake in the middle of a plate. Did you not listen to anything I just said while you were in there? Yes, I did. You have minor fault lines that are everywhere. Yeah, but you don't have earthquakes along them. You could. If there's a major enough earthquake. So the plate is moving against itself? There are movement within the plates, too. Yes. <laughs> go, go off, sis. I, that's what I just said. You Go were, off, okay. sis. Go off. Anyways. Uh, do you want me to look up minor fault lines? I'll research that for you if you want me to, just to scare the fuck out of you that there's probably a fault line that goes through Houston. There's probably not, because mm. this is all sand. Is it gross? This is not good. Oh, here. Let me try this one instead. I have a feeling that that might be the only savior of them all. No. <laughs> because it reminds me of uh, strawberries, and I get really sick on strawberries. This is pretty close to limeritas. Okay, let's switch. <laughs> let's see what happens. Oh, man. Oh, it smells like limeritas. You're right. This is strawberrina. But it's not as bad. Oh, no. This tastes like... This tastes better than a limeritas. Oh, well, good. Okay, yeah, perfect. I like this one better. <laughs> then I'm glad we switched. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Because um, I didn't get sick on these, on limeritas, but I got sick on strawberrinas, and that it literally tastes like a strawberrita to me. So... It's a little perfumey. Well, because it's... It's got stevia in it. <laughs> I literally want to throw these away. I don't Don't like throw them. them away. We have to drink them. I don't like them. We have to drink them. 
Just we could just pour them all together in one like jumbled punch. You want to die? No. Um. So you into that? You, you gay? Dying? Oh. Yes. Um. Cheers to being gay. Ooh, gay stuff. <laughs> gay stuff. That's our sister podcast. Let's They're talk also about it. yes. Let's talk about gay stuff. Uh, we'll have an actual uh, promo for them later. Um. Where was I? Um. Oh, so the actual reason for why there were so many precursory earthquakes is because the California California Gold Rush. They had fracking before fracking was existing because they were doing hydraulic like pumps down to the ground. What? How were they pumping it? They weren't. It wasn't like water pumps. They were like doing hydraulic stuff into the ground that was literally like breaking the earth, like at the fault line, and so it caused a bunch of like sediment to run off. And I didn't understand the science behind this, so don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of information on it, but it caused like sediment to run down into the bay where like the fault line was, and then it, I guess that caused some problems with the fault line somehow. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, okay? I'm not a ge- seismologist. So, I was about to that say, thing? don't you always say you're a scientist? I am a scientist, but I'm not a seismologist. I'm a different kind of scientist. I'm a geneticist. You're not a doctor. Jill Biden is not a doctor. Oh my god. Remember that? I love that that was the part that they were like, yeah, she's not a doctor. How do you call her a doctor? It's like, you realize that the first lady that you guys all worshipped was literally a porn star. Yeah. What? 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 Anyways. But and I'm like, not. I'm not. There's nobody here. as classy and and civil as Melania Trump. And like you literally just came from Michelle Obama, <laughs> who is fucking lit. Yes, she's amazing. So turn up, turnip for what? Turnips for what? I really need to start making stews. I love stew. I'm not allowed to make it in the summer. Oh, it's too hot of a dish. Too hot. Oh yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, so apparently the California gold rush started causing earthquakes. Um, I'll just leave that there. <laughs> Moving on. Cool. Uh, for years, the epi- epicenter, epicenter of the earthquake was believed to be near the town of Olema in the Point Reyes area of Marin County due to local earth displacement, in, displacement measurements. This is our localities of California podcast. Hey, Vallejo. Because I have no idea where any of these places are. I um, have a specific knowledge of San Francisco Bay oh, Area. because you've been there. Well, yes, but also <laughs> I've heavily researched the Zodiac. Oh, yeah, yeah. And which is like. He was outside of, he was in San Francisco, yes. He was in multiple places. Uh, yes. But he was like, it was Vallejo and San Francisco and um, uh, another place. Another place. Uh, but they were all like, you, you got to call Vallejo. Oh, yeah. Call that's Vallejo. They didn't ever talk to each other. Mm-hmm. They probably could have gotten if they'd fucking talked sure, to each other. Show could have. Show, show could, could have. honey. Um, um, anyways, so in the 1960s, a seismologist at UC Berkeley proposed that the epicenter was more likely offshore of San Francisco to the northwest of the Golden Gate. The most recent analyses support an offshore location for the epicenter, although significant uncertainty still remains. Uh, yet you're looking at this 60 years after this fucking happened, and you're like, yeah, probably an earthquake over there, right? Looks a little earthquakey to me. How the fucking gonna know that? Uh, there was an offshore, uh, an offshore epicenter. Blah, blah, blah. An offshore epicenter is also supported by the occurrence of a tsunami recorded by a tide gauge. I know that you don't like tsunamis. Um, nope. Do you know how high the tsunami was? Don't fucking fifty stories. 
Uh, it was three inches. Um, so <laughs> it was sustained for like several hours for some reason, but uh, yeah, it was a three inch tsunami. Well, because the it happened, the earthquake happened on land. So yeah, it but like it also it shoved in sh- the water out. Also shallow water. It happened in shallow water, so. Uh, even if it went the other direction, it wasn't going to gain much strength. Yeah. It's when it happens in deep, 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 deep water that you have a problem because it moves all. And also, this is a slide fault, so it didn't do any jumps up like the yeah. uh, the like the one the tsunami that Subduction I subduction. Yes, yeah, instead of the ones where you know something's being shoved underneath another plate uh, that causes the whole water to jump up. Uh, so that was a factor, and then also the fact that it was in shallow water. So it happens if it happens in deep water, and you literally force a shit ton of deep water upward and outward. It's, or I'm sorry, upward. It's going to go outward, and so it's going to cause a major thing. Since this was a slide fault, we didn't have that problem. Um, and it was in shallow water. So uh, there was a similar powerful earthquake in 1855, uh, and both of these earthquakes uh, had very few aftershocks, uh, or at least fewer than expected for such a massive earthquake, uh, or such a powerful earthquake, I'm sorry. Um, very few of the aftershocks were located along the actual fault line of the 1906 rupture, tending to concentrate near the ends of the rupture or on other structures um, away from the San Andreas fault line itself, such as the Hayward fault, which is a fault line that is not a major fault line hmm. because it's an offshoot of a fault line. Shut the fuck up. So the only aftershock... Um, in the first few days, that was actually near a magnitude. It was not even magnitude. This was the Merkelly, Merkelly, yes, Merkelly um, scale at the time was rated at a five, which is, I think, intermediate or something like that. Um, happened near Santa Cruz at two twenty-eight uh, Pacific time, in at night. No, no, during not night, <laughs> during the afternoon uh, on April eighteenth. Wait, when did this happen? This was oh April eighteenth. In the morning. So this happened the same day, just uh, in the afternoon. Um, with a magnitude of 4.9 of the Mercalli. Mer- um, Mercalli. What is it? Yes, Mercalli intensity. Um, of 4.9. Uh, the largest aftershock happened at 110 uh, Pacific Central. Pacific Central time. Pacific Standard time. Uh, on April 23rd. Uh, which happened west of Eureka with an estimated magnitude of 6.7 Mercalli uh, intensity with another of the same size more than three years later at uh, 10.45 Pacific time on October 28th near Cape Mendocino. Um, So basically... Mendocino. Mendocino, whatever. Um, So when aftershocks happen, aftershocks can happen like much after like a major earthquake happens because like I was saying earlier, when you have these giant boulders that are against each other, then something suddenly moves. Down. Exactly. They have to settle back down and get back to, they get caught on something else later. So if they're still moving you're still having, having aftershocks after this earthquake that has caused all the movement to keep happening essentially. So uh, early death counts ranged from, 375 to over 500. However, since uh, racist America is racist, um, no figure. Su- surprise! Hundreds of fatalities in Chinatown went ignored and unrecorded because we had a large uh, Chinese population at the time. I've uh, been there. Yeah, ch- Chinatown. Um, but at the time, th- 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 Americans were, I mean, our country 
is has always been racist, but they were uh, very racist towards Chinese at this time. Um, That's and who they chose at the moment. At, on the West Coast, yes. Um, so they were just like, oh, a bunch of Chinese people died, so... Wops. Wops. Yeah, so welcome to America. Still uh, still racist. Still trash. Yeah. Uh, total number of deaths is still uncertain, but various reports presented a range of 700 to over 3,000. Uh, in 2005, the city's board of supervisors voted unanimously in support of a resolution written by a novelist um, who wrote 1906, uh, and also a city historian who wrote Denial of Disaster to recognize the figure of 3,000 plus as the official total. The official total is 3,000 plus. Wow. Um, most of the deaths occurred in San Francisco itself, but 189 were reported elsewhere in the Bay Area, nearby cities such as Santa Rosa and San Jose, who suffered severe damage. In Monterey County, the earthquake permanently shifted the course of the Salinas River uh, near its mouth. The river previously emptied into the Monterey Bay between Moss Landing and Watsonville, but it was diverted six miles south to the new channel just north of marina because i mean if it moved 20 feet and can no longer flow that way the water gotta go somewhere so it moved through the town through i have no idea i'm actually kind of curious about that so between 227 hundred people and 300,000 people were left homeless out of a population of 410,000 that's literally three-fourths of the population. While you were doing that, I looked it up. What? Looked up some of their little um, earthquake towns. Mm hmm And literally tiny homes. What do you mean? Tiny homes side by side. Yeah. Like one-room homes. Uh-huh. With majority of the population, one family to a home, six people in a house. Oh, yeah. And they're all destroyed. Yeah, like this room. Yeah, and they had six people living in. Yeah. And then they, it was destroyed. No, that's no. what it was afterwards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, I'm impressed that they even had homes because uh, in a second I'm going to talk about tents. Um, the, yeah, those were the lucky ones. Yeah, they, they had tents on the beach. Yeah. Camping uh, on the beach. <laughs> they stole, they were appropriating culture because they were full on, um, like, wigwams. Teepees. Who? Oh. Well, I mean, if all you have is a little piece of canvas and some sticks, one of, that's kind of an easy thing to put together. Better than building a whole house. Yep. Anyways. Um, I I mean, it's just crazy that they didn't find, like, go to academy and get, like, a nylon tent and just live in that for a while. Yeah. The right stuff, the low price. McDonald's. McDonald's. No. Um... Earlier this week, I wanted McDonald's really bad. Me too. And I didn't get it. I didn't either. No. Ask me if I want McDonald's now. Do you want McDonald's? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's probably been at least two to three weeks. I'm trying to think of the last time that I had, like, fast food. You know what I'm saying? Mine would have last been McDonald's, so two to three weeks. Mm. When did I sit through a drive-thru and get fast food? I think the last fast food I had was Chipotle. Chipotle? Chipotle. I don't count that. Yeah, I don't really, because it's not it's more like, like fast I, Yeah, casual. I want like fried. I want something like yeah. fried, you know what I'm saying? Chipotle is 
if you order correctly, it's moderately healthy. Yeah, it can be. Um, I think the last time that I had someone fried might have been Whataburger. Anyways, doesn't matter. Not important. Uh, love that tangent for us. Um, so half those who evacuated, evacuated, uh, fled across the bay to Oakland and Berkeley. Um, two of the scenes from the Zodiac. Oh, well, I'm glad that he hang, hung around 70 years later to just kill people. It was him. Mm-hmm. He was he there. He did that. He was alive during that time. He's a vampire. Yeah. Uh, newspapers describe Golden Gate Park, the Presidio, the Panhandle, and the beaches between Ingleside and North Beach as covered with makeshift tents. More than two years later, many of these refugees, refu- bleh, refugee camps were still in operation. The earthquake and fire left uh, long-standing and significant pressures on the development in California. Uh, at the time of the disaster, San Francisco had been the ninth largest city in the United States and the largest on the West Coast, with a population of about 410,000 people, like I said earlier. Um, over a period of 60 years, the city had become a financial, trade, and cultural center of the West, operated uh, and operated the busiest port on the West Coast, and was the gateway th- to the Pacific, through which the growing U.S. economic and military power was projected into the Pacific and Asia. So they were like, manifest destiny, keep going West. Let's go and just take over the world. Let's um, go into the ocean. Honestly. Um, so over 80% of the city was destroyed by the earthquake and fire. Though San Francisco quickly rebuilt the disaster, diverted trade, industry, and population growth to south, uh, I'm sorry, south to Los Angeles, which during the 20th century became the largest and most important urban area in the West. Los Angeles is what, the second largest city, third largest city in the world? Oh, in the world? I'm I'm sorry, not in the world, sorry, in the United States. New York, I thought it was third, New York and Chicago. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. Houston. See, I always thought that Chicago was second because they, when I was in Chicago, they kept on calling it the Little Apple. Because mm-hmm. they were like, we're second to New York. Largest city in the US. And then we live in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Because Houston's amazing. Why does this say that Jacksonville? I love that. By, by land? Because even still, I don't think so. Yeah, because compared to Houston, Houston just... <laughs> Does not stop. It's still saying Jacksonville, Florida. How many people in the city is it? I think it's doing it by space, and it's 875 square miles. Why don't you go for most populous cities? Yeah. But even still, I think Houston's bigger than that. Most populous? No. Oh. Largest. What did it say the the space was? 875 square miles. Yeah, I don't know. Houston's massive. New York, then Los Angeles, then Chicago, then Houston. Well, then the Chicago and Chicagoans are lying. Wow, that is a big drop off. Eight point six million in New York, three point nine million in Los Angeles, two point seven million in Chicago, two point three million in Houston, and then six hundred and thirty thousand in Boston. No, that's what it's because San Antonio has some. We have in San Antonio, we have like two million. I don't know why it did it like that. Let me, let me look at this website. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, Phoenix. Yeah, I was going to say, there's other cities that are much larger. Phoenix, Philadelphia, San Antonio, San Diego, Dallas, and San Jose. I love that San Antonio is larger than Dallas. I mean, I don't love that because I don't like San Antonio, but regardless. Dallas um, is shit, though. Yeah, but also San Antonio is, too. Don't ever go to San Antonio. It's a piece of shit. Don't ever um, go to Houston, either. Actually... 
if I I actually tell people if you want to come to Texas, the best place to visit I, I think is Houston. Galveston. Oh. oh. Beautiful beaches. Martha. <laughs> they are just straight up green. Yep. Green water that you'll never see anywhere else. It's not even green, it's brown. It's green brown. Greeny brown. Greeny brown. It looks like poop. Um it's wonderful swimming. Hot hot water very hot, hot. water now it, it, once you get in the water you'll understand why hurricane harvey just, just, just fucking did it because <laughs> that water is <laughs> um anyways a bath. uh yeah i tell people to come to houston because uh i think that san antonio is uh racist and ugly uh dallas is pretentious i think austin is a waste of your time honestly um austin it's just so i'm a fake hippie I'm gonna wear a cowboy hat, but I also use coconut shampoo. And I smoke all the weeds, but also I love all the things that keep awesome weird. I'm like, you guys say that, but then like you're just a bunch of white people. It's all it is. It's just like white people who it's the white people that are afraid of other people. Like for example, the reason why I, I, Hannah, for example, yes, exactly. Uh, the white people that recently, uh, I'm sorry, white people. The Recent reason wah why people. wah people, uh, the reason why I'm upset with uh, Austin is because they had a, a vote um, whether or not being homeless was a criminal activity, and nearly sixty percent of Austinites said yes, it is. They can people who are just homeless can be just thrown in jail, and I'm like, you guys are supposed to be like a super liberal city and like a haven for uh, immigrants and all this other stuff, and you're voting to arrest homeless people. You it's made it illegal Texas. for yes, I understand, but you also made it illegal for people to be homeless. Like that is the stupidest thing in the fucking world. Do you do you hear yourself? Like, mm. no, they don't. No, they don't. Exactly. So that's one reason why I'm also like, also, and I understand that Houston's also fucked in its own ways. But like, Houston at least has food that tastes good. Austin is, and it's cheap. Austin is expensive food that they've just like, hey, well, this is the best barbecue in Texas. And it's not. It's, it's not. just barbecue sauce yes. on top of plain meat. Dried meat. Yes, exactly. If you want some real cultural experience, you come to Houston because it's also the fourth largest city. Uh, and it's just got so many different options for food everywhere. It's the restaurant capital of the U.S. I know. And I don't understand why more people don't come here. People are, like, talking about going to market days in Chicago and, like, Pride in Seattle and all this other stuff. And I'm like, why don't we have something in Houston to bring people here? Like, it's fucking hot. It is fucking hot. But all that's the, the point. time. All the time. Let's make something happen. Let's do a festival. Let's make a festival. Let's do, like, a spoopy festival or something like that. Yeah. Bring all the people who love to wear scary shit that's lots of multiple layers to We can Houston. make a Halloween festival. Wait, I think they already have that, don't they? Scary, scary, scary night or Freaky Friday or Freaky, what's it called? Freaky, Freaky Deaky. There you go. That's a festival, right? Freaky Deaky. I've never heard of it. I, I think it's a festival. I have no idea. Festival. Your lights are flickering. Anyways, um, what are we talking about? Oh, uh, so over 80% of the city was destroyed by the earthquake and the fire. Uh, no, I already said that. Um, it was mostly destroyed by fire. Yes. Not by the destruction. Correct. I'm getting there. I'm this my next sentence. Oh my god, just ruining my story. Okay. As damaging as the earthquake and its aftershocks were, the fires that burned out of control afterwards were even more destructive. It was estimated that up to ninety percent of the total destruction was the result of the fires. Um 
Within three days, over 30 fires caused by ruptured gas mains destroyed approximately two, oh, no, no, higher, 25,000 buildings on 490 city blocks. Some were started by, I'm sorry, some were started when the San Francisco Fire Department firefighters who were untrained decided to use dynamite. An attempt to demolish buildings to cause fire breaks. They were like, if we knock down these buildings, uh, fire's not going to spread, right? Uh, the dynamite then literally caused fires because it's an explosion. Yep. What, the, did th- what did you think was going to happen? Well, the city's fire chief at the time, who was who would have been responsible for coordinating firefighting efforts, had died from injuries sustained in the initial quake. So the earthquake happened. He died. Uh, and he did. He did. And then the firefighters were like, we don't have a leader. What do we do? Let's just blow, blow things up. up. Yeah. In total, the fires burned for four days and nights. So four days and four nights. Uh, due to a widespread practice by insurers to indemnify San Francisco properties from fire, but not earthquake damage, most of the descri- destruction in the city was blamed on the fires. They were like, yeah, that was the earthquake. But no, 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 it wasn't the earthquake. That was a fire. Uh, some property owners who had their houses destroyed by the earthquake set it on fire. <laughs> they caused more fires uh, because they said, oh, well, the insurance is only going to cover a fire, so let me light this on fire. So they let their rubble on fire so that they could say, yeah, it burned down. It was a, a fire, uh, and it worked. Um, the fire following the earthquake in San Francisco cost an estimated $350 million at the time, which is equivalent to $7.67 billion in 2019. That's crazy. Yeah, sorry. Um, the devastating quake leveled about 80% of the city. Uh, so it still leveled the city, but the fires burned (laughs) all the rest of it. So it just added to the damage of everything. Um, property losses from the disaster would have been estimated to be more than $400 million in 1906 dollars, which is equivalent to $11.4 billion in 2020. So the fire itself was $350 million, which is $7.67 billion, but then $400 million of everything was uh, $11.4 billion. Uh, and uh, insurance industry source tallies insured losses at $235 million at the time, which is equivalent to $6.69 billion in 2020. So $7.6 billion in fire claims, they totaled $6.69 billion of what they gave back to the people who were insured. Um, so, And they still probably cheated them. Yes, exactly. Uh, there were some things in there, and I didn't read into that because I – didn't really care, and I could have gone into that if I wanted to, but I was just focusing on the spoopy destruction of all of that. Uh, so since 1915, the city has officially commemorated the disaster each year by gathering the remaining survivors at Lada's Fountain. Who? What? I, I don't know when this was written, and I'm kind of curious to find out. Because <laughs> I was like, who was alive in 1906 that's still there in San Francisco? I think, well, the oldest person alive right now is from Japan, and he was born in 1887. I love that. No, I, I like I love hearing people that were still born in the 1800s, like still alive, like that's just crazy to me. Actually, I'm not sure that that's true anymore because of COVID. Oh, oh no. Anyways, uh, so yeah, they have a commemoration every single year, uh, where they gather at Lotus Lotus Fountain, 
uh, which is a fountain in the city's financial district that served as a meeting point during the disaster for people to look for loved ones and exchange information. Uh, so it's funny that you mentioned... Um, Oldest living person today was born in 1903. Oh, damn. Um, so it's funny that you mentioned the insurance companies cheating people because uh, there was also the fact that uh, the mayor... There's a lot of things that I read that, didn't, uh, that I didn't write about. Um, but the city's mayor was like, yeah, we're going to rebuild out of this fire. Like, it's it's so crazy. Like, we're just going to, you know, get things started. It's not a big deal because he was so worried about people hearing about it uh, and people not wanting to come invest in the city and, like, be there anymore. So he was like, yeah, we're going to rebuild really quickly. Like, no problem, whatever. Uh, but never mentioned there was an earthquake there and uh, didn't ever mention the death toll or anything else, like, that people were dead. He was like, yeah, this is great. Like, we're just going to keep moving forward. Like, this is just, an, uh, we've had, he literally said, like, um, uh, we've had fires before and we'll, we'll, that he's, we've had fires that burned down the whole city and we'll rebuild after this, too. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, I mean, this is literally, this is the picture that I wanted to show you because it's just a smoke cloud over the city. Isn't that fucking wild? Yeah. It looks like a tornado or something like that. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, anyways, um, then there was uh, the the fact that the financial district was a major loss there. So a lot of banks burned down so they didn't have money and they couldn't touch the, the fireproof vaults that a lot of the money was in for days, like weeks afterwards, because it was too hot. too hot. You can't get into that. It's literally like fucking metal. It, when did they switch over from the... Uh, uh, silver-backed currency oh i don't know i think that was in the uh mid-1800s that was uh after reconstruction no or before reconstruction let me see uh and i ooh, any ooh, any ooh, any ooh. 17 uh no mm -mm. 1873 oh yeah so after reconstruction or during reconstruction um yeah so there was also so it burned down a bunch of banks and so bank the the banks were like oh yeah we're totally going to help out but wait we can't access any money so the mayor was like let's rebuild this as fast as fucking possible and no one could because they oh no wait 1934 so it was still controlled by silver no -uh. mm -hmm. this meant that for every ounce of silver in the u.s treasury vaults the u.s government could continue to issue money against it however stamp imprints were used under the Silver Purchase Act of 1934 to finance the nationalization of silver mines. Mm. By acts of Congress in 1933, including the Gold Reserve Act and the Silver Purchase Act of 1934, the domestic economy was taken off the gold standard and placed on the silver standard for the first time. I feel like there's more silver in the world than there is gold. So why would they go, during the Depression, be like, yeah, let's go and go to something a harder... <laughs> Yeah, they went from gold to silver. So they switched from the gold standard? In eight, 1933. To the silver standard? Yes. In 1934. Well, don't aren't we on the gold standard now? No. <laughs> we have fiat currency. Who? <laughs> 1963, the... Uh, beginning so it of the used to be on the, the gold, gold currency and they switched it to silver to make it more expensive? To make it less expensive. Uh, yeah, sorry. More more value more more valuable, yes. Available. Yes. Yes. All right. 
Um, yes. So what I was getting to was that uh, there was one bank called the Bank of Italy at the time that was like, we got we got our money. We can do things. So the Bank of Italy literally uh, gave a shit ton of money and two ships to bring wood from uh, the north, uh, Washington, Canada. To, uh, Washington, Oregon, and bring it down to uh, help rebuild the city, which was actually pretty cool, which I, I thought was, was pretty neat. But uh, Bank of Italy uh, basically funded a shit ton of things. And I found it really funny that it was called Bank of Italy because uh, in the 1930s, hold on, let me pull that up. 19, ooh, I lost it. Uh, I'm just popping back over to uh, where it was. It was somewhere in here. And it says that it was right here. Yes. Uh, 1929, the Bank of Italy was renamed and is now known as Bank of America. So literally the company called Bank of America started as Bank of Italy. So I thought I found that to be um, uh, hilarious. Uh, so they uh, – hold on. Bank of Italy had evacuated its funds and was able to provide liquidity in the immediate aftermath. Its president also immediately chartered and financed the sending of two ships to return with shiploads of lumber from Washington and Oregon mills, which provided the initial reconstruction materials and surge. In 1929, Bank of Italy was also renamed to, and is now known as Bank of America. Eleven days after the earthquake, a rare Sunday baseball game. Oh, no, no, that's, that's not important. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was funny that the Bank of Italy became Bank of America. I think I knew that. Oh. And so people are like, oh, Bank of America. Is it Bank of America? It literally started as Bank of Italy. So, an Italian company. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that was my last little just, like, funny fact that came of all of this. How many pages was that? Forty-three. No, it's just three. I just talked for a long time. You sure did. We were just bonding, okay? We're just having a good old. No, no, no. After one hundred five weeks, we have not done a single bit of bonding. No, um, I still. What what was your? You're Chris, right? What's my last name? No, it's not Chris Wright. It's Chris White. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Oh. Note to self. (laughs) Reminder. Replace everything that you've ever done. Reminder. I don't even know her. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we got to talk about my topic because. Oh, uh, no, I think this podcast is over. We can just stop. We have an hour and 15 minutes in. Let's go. Is yours long? Uh, No. Oh. It's actually pretty short because I uh, had a lot of things to worry about this week. Then what the fuck are you worried about? So I want to talk about the Richardson family murders. You're going to talk about them. No, I haven't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so, what do you know about Jasmine Richardson? Oh, fuck her. I don't know her. Yeah, no, fuck her. No, uh, no, no. She was don't just your that. normal 12-year-old girl. Oh, poor baby. Um, until she met Jeremy Stinky. Oh, Jeremy Stinky. S-T-E-I-N-K-E. Stinky? 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 Um, at a punk rock show. Aww. She was described as a happy and sociable girl before she started dating Jeremy. Dating Jeremy. At the age of 12. Yeah. People change, right? You know? Uh, Jeremy Stanky really exacerbated the change. Stanky! You know why? Why? Because he was uh, a little delusional. Oh, so am I. But also, he was 23. She's 12! Yeah. What time? What's the time here? 2006. Uh, This is in... Well, I'm not saying... No. Why? Medicine Hat... 
Alberta, Canada. Mama, this is garbage. I wanted to take it myself a little bit back to episode one with a good old wholesome family murder. Wholesome family murder. So, what did you do the first episode? Amityville Horror. Oh, Am- Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jasmine began to become a little bit more of a goth and joined a website called VampireFreaks.com. Do you remember okay. being on the internet in 2006? Uh, I remember being on, uh, well, okay, hold on. Neopets. Uh, I do have a, yes. Uh, I do have a, no, I feel like Neopets was before that, no? Uh, At RuneScape. About the, it was about yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah. What about that one that was like penguins? What was that? Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, what was the name? I don't remember. Penguin site from the 2000s. From 2000, mid 2000. <gasps> RuneScape was my shit, though. And then we still still had dial up, and they'd be like, "Mom, get out the phone! You're ruining my RuneScape. You're ruining worst. my life." And now they have RuneScape got so like close to WoW that they literally created a new website of it's called Old RuneScape that looks blocky like Old RuneScape to play Old RuneScape. I would love that. I played RuneScape a little bit, but I was never any good. I I was very good. Uh, my character was not good at killing people, but uh, it was good at all the other tasks you that needed to happen. Shit out of everything. I had so much money, and so I, I created, uh, not created. I got back onto old uh, Runescape. Do you remember Funny Junk? No. Um, I got back onto old Runescape. Bombs World. No. And I got back into my profile, but I couldn't figure out my bank password. And so they were like, "Oh well, we'll send you a new password in two weeks." So then I got back on in two weeks. And my account didn't exist anymore. They stole your They money. deleted my account. And I was like, what the fuck? So then I tried to like recreate or uh, create a new password for my account and it just created me a new account. And I was like, I don't want to start at level one again. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So I sent them an email and I never heard back from them. Yes. Because uh, I just wanted to live in the memories, you know, try and yes. go back to the the olden days. The before times. Stumble Upon. Do you remember Stumble yes, Upon? Yes, I do remember that. Yes. I really wanted to you try. You remember Formspring? It just said that, but I never played. I never did You remember that? that? Formspring was like where you got to create anonymous questions. And let me tell you, that was not good. There was a lot of bullying. <laughs> oh, well. I also remember Doll Palace. No, I don't remember that. It was, you, they were internet dolls and you would dress them and okay. i played that i did I not play that one because i was pretending not to be gay so i was not pretending i just was honey <laughs> um neopets yes yes uh webkins don't know what that is don't know what that mini is. clip i tried to do hava hotel do you remember with that no so it was like the sims but online no but it was before the sims online now you can do sims online yeah um zwinky don't know what that is Akinator. I've done that, but it's no. Quizilla. <gasps> you don't remember Quizilla? No. You'd make quizzes and put them on your Zanga. Or your I don't MySpace. know what Zanga is. Live Journal? No. Zanga. Blog Addicting Spot. Games? I yes, I remember Addicting Games. I played that all the time. I played Pandemic on Addicting Games. Mm-hmm. Madagascar, that motherfucker. Club Penguin. Why was that so hard for us? It's literally just Penguin. It's Club Penguin. Yeah. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in you, but not me. <laughs> I love myself, 
And not you. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. So, um, yeah. So she dressed the part. Um, we're talking about a girl here um, in the early 2000s. Scene. Yeah. It's Savannah. It's uh, basically Savannah. And me. Specifically, uh, her makeup was designed to make her look a bit older um, because she's a bit older. She's twelve. She's twelve. Yes. Um, Stinky, stinky, stinky. (laughs) I'm just gonna say stinky, stinky, because he's not. He's not great. Um, Stinky didn't have a very good childhood. Um, His mother was an alcoholic, and her partner would abuse Stinky. Um, He was bullied and. School. I'm not laughing at him being bullied or How his about mom Jeremy? Who's Jeremy? That's his first name. Okay, call him Jeremy. Okay. Because Stinky is making me laugh. Um, he was bullied in school, and by the time that he had met Jasmine, he uh, admitted to have already attempted suicide. Um, from the age of 13, he developed an alternative personality where he would wear a vial of blood around his neck and claimed that he was a 300-year-old 300, werewolf. And that he loved the taste of blood. That sounds like mid-2000s. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Um, Welcome to Reddit. Not even no, Reddit. No, 4chan. Yes. Yes. 2chan. 2chan, yeah. Um, of course, as a good parent would, uh, when Jasmine's parents found out about about this, Mark and Deborah, their names, uh, found <laughs> out about their relationship, they forbid her from seeing Jeremy. Yes, good. I'm proud of you. Uh, Jasmine and Jeremy were not going to give up that easy, though. Mm-mm. Uh, they were pissed that Jasmine's mom and dad would not allow their 12-year-old daughter to date a 23-year-old man. Aww. Just unfathomable. I'm so sad about that. Um, on April 3rd, 2006, Jeremy wrote in his blog, quote, Payment. My lover's rents are totally unfair. Do you remember rents? No, I was one of those weird kids that used to call my uh, parental unit parental unit. Oh God, yes, parental. And I even took it a step further. And I used to call them parental unit XX and parental unit XY. My friend used Tiffany used to say parental unit one and two. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, that's your mom and dad. No, I called them parental units. I was weird. Yeah, I still am. I don't like that you did that. I think I am. Debating, I, I have. There's a lot of swirling thoughts in my head about you right You're now. You're gonna cancel this podcast? I've tried. Well, see, we're already w- now one week into season three, so you have to wait until at least like 51 weeks from now to cancel it. Yeah, season four. Mm-hmm. Like, like in the, the lead up. Yeah, like, uh, like like this is Chris's last few weeks. <laughs> like happy uh, two, four, three year anniversary. We don't have to get rid of. Uh, we don't have to listen to Chris anymore. Yeah, Chris Woo. is gone. Yes, and then I'll have no one else to talk to. Yeah, I will. Oh, the ghost in the house. The That's walls. what. It, yes, the cocaine ghosts that mm-hmm. were running around. Crack ectoplasm ghosts. ghosts. Yes, the ectoplasm cocaine ghosts. Um. So yeah. Quote. Payment. My lover's rents are totally unfair. They say they really care. They don't know what's going on. They just assume. Their throats. I want to slit. Jesus. Finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payment damn honey people just wrote shit like that in the early 2000s though they, well they still, like they still do now did. yes but also yes but that they was were trying to be like edgy edgy just let me be the most drastic thing ever Ugh. and now people are like that's a death threat honey for Excuse real me. um then jasmine came up with a plan oh boy in an email she told jeremy 
quote, it begins with me killing them and it ends with me living with you. Oh, great. As any normal 23-year-old, he was very receptive to the idea. (laughs) He wrote back, quote, well, I love your plan, but we need to get a little bit more creative with, like, the details and stuff. So Jasmine began to tell her friends about her plans, and they blow her off. On April 22nd, 2006, the two watched Natural Born Killers, a 1994 film about two victims of traumatized childhoods who became lovers and psychopathic serial murderers irresponsibly (laughs) glorified by the mass media. Oh, great. The next night... uh, Jasmine Richardson and her boyfriend followed through with their massacre. Oh, boy. Dabra. 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 <laughs> Debra, Jasmine's Debra. mom, hears some noises and heads downstairs to check things out. She turns on the lights and is, is met by a man in a mask with a knife. She screams and is stabbed 12 times. Jesus. Everyone in the house is instantly awoke. Mark, and her, Mark, her husband, runs downstairs to find the scene, and he grabs a weapon and scuffles with the assailant and also ends up getting stabbed 20 times. Oh, my God. Jasmine is upstairs pretending to be asleep, but uh, also upstairs is sleeping is her little brother, 8-year-old Jacob. Mm. After the assailant uh, murders her father... She runs into Jacob's room and attempts to comfort him and cover his ears. The assailant comes up into the room and Jasmine decides that he needs to be taken care of as well because both of their parents are dead and she didn't plan on taking care of him. (laughs) So she stabs him five times and slits his throat. Ruthless. Oh my god! Uh, The next day, a neighbor kid went over to the Richardson's house to play with Jacob and saw a body through the front window. Uh, he ran home and told his mom, who called the police. Inspector Brent Sekondiak arrived on the scene and looked into the basement window where he saw at least one person on the ground. He called the other officers, thinking that someone had, could be saved, um, and then they found three bodies. Oh. They were unsure of the whereabouts of Jasmine and immediately go into search mode, thinking that she had been kidnapped. They released an Amber Alert. Um, they searched her locker at school and found a lot of disturbing evidence, uh, about murdering her family. Because they did not leave any... Excuse me. They didn't cover their tracks at all. They were like, let's watch all these movies and educate myself about killing people. Like, this is perfect, right? And in her locker, they found a comic strip that she had drawn of her lighting the family car on fire and it blowing up or something like that. And then them walking away and being like, look... I killed them. All right. Um, So a large trail of digital evidence led police straight to the two. They were tracked down and arrested in in Jeremy's truck. Witnesses testified that the two had admitted to the murders. Um, One witness recounted Jeremy saying that the victims had been, quote, gutted like fish. Um, At her 2007 trial, Jasmine, who was only identified as J.R. at the time because of her age, pled not guilty. She said she had, quote, hypothetical conversations about killing her family, but did not intend on ever going through with it. Damn, so she was just about to be, like, sorry, you, you're you older than me. I'm sure the lawyer probably was like, you're a minor. Just tell him that this this 23, 23-year-old uh, was the one who wanted to kill everyone, uh, and be you'll mad. be fine. Yeah. Oh. You're going to be mad. Oh, boy. Um, 
she was found guilty by a jury for three counts of first-degree murder and Good. given a maximum sentence for a youth. Six years in jails, followed by four years of supervision in the community. What the fuck? So ten years that she is being followed, and then she's like, oh, well, you're good. Age of 22, you're allowed to go out and kill more people. She was 13 at the time she was convicted. Okay, 23. No. Sorry. 10 years. 10 years. So she'll be 23 at that point. She was 23 at that point. Oh, okay. Um, in 2008, Jeremy was... I keep trying to say stinky. 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 Jeremy was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder as well. Uh, as he was 25 at the time of the conviction, he was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole for 25 years. The couple exchanged letters in jail promising to marry, and none of the letters have expressed guilt or remorse. Uh, Richardson underwent extensive rehabilitation and treatment after she was sentenced. Psychiatric assessments revealed she was diagnosed with conduct disorder and oppositional defiant disorder. In 2016, just a year younger than her partner in crime was when they committed the homicides. She was freed from the criminal justice system. So, well, six years that she was in jail, yes? In 2006 to 2016. Oh, okay, 10 years, okay. Uh, using reports from Richardson's probation officer, Court of Queen Bench's Justice Scott Brooker said, quote, you've indicated through your conduct you have a desire to atone for what you did. Um, adding, clearly you cannot undo the past. You can only live each day with the knowledge of what you can control and how you behave. Uh, she is Canada's youngest serial uh, convicted serial killer. Um, and she's free. So... There are points in which I now I do believe that Canada's justice system is more just than rehabilitation. Re, re, you you've mentioned pre previously that it's more focused on rehabilitation. So. Yes, um, and I I agree with that. But there are things that slip through the cracks because no system is perfect. I don't believe in any kind of a death penalty, but I also don't believe. Well, one. I don't know. As a 12-year-old, you can't make a decision for the rest of your life. That's just not something that you can do. Yeah, but You know the basic between and... the wrong and right be, of killing your parents is, is, a, is not acceptable in any fathomable uh -uh. concept. Well, and, but I think it should, then people could... in this case, have been a little bit more case-by-case -case scenario yes. because and she wasn't. Know. We can't even compare it to, like, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who was at the time 20 something even though she thought that she was only like what 16 10 yeah young um because she gypsy rose blanchard was abused and discovered that she was being abused uh this woman this family loved this her. child yes she they loved her so much to say you probably shouldn't be dating a 23 year old and she said fuck you let me kill you instead like yeah. all right there's but no then, Instance Sorry. of drugs in this, but yeah. I have to feel like there had to been something. There had to been something. I, well, that's what your idea, but it, I, I, mean, I think it was just her. Just she's definitely um, suffering from something. Suffering. Well, and a lot of her, her time was served in a, uh, uh, a facility for mental health. Yeah. And Good. so maybe they got her the help that she needed. But I still don't think that's fair. Mm-mm. I, I don't think it's fair. I, I, I don't. Because then she even took the set. Because one could argue that she wasn't the one who killed her parents. She 
technically then, was not. She didn't kill her parents. But she then killed she her killed her brother. And that's the thing that I'm saying is she took that step to then stab him and then slit his throat in his bed while she was attempting to comfort him. Like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I think that in, in a lot of senses, there is a re- rehabilitation um, aspect to consider. But in cases of serial murder, mm. there's not a whole lot. I there's don't not think, much to redeem here. I don't think there's anybody to, that needs to be put to death for that, just because I can't... You don't believe in the I death penalty. I don't believe in that, but um, definitely they don't deserve to be out among the public. And I mean, if she were in prison for longer, I would have been more accepting of the verdict. But 10 years is... But 10 years is not enough for murdering three people. And also to say, like, as the mastermind, we yes. Uh, also to go so far as to say that we've seen so much significant growth in you, or whatever the the person said, you like, manipulated somebody mm-hmm. who was already mentally un- unstable mm-hmm. into murdering your family for you. Mm-hmm. In I mean, of their own gain, yes, mm-hmm. but. Uh, but what were you gaining them. here? You were going to run away with a twelve-year-old kid, yeah. like. And get arrested for something else? Yes. For for uh, indecency with a minor? Why wasn't that the first... Honestly, as a parent, that would have been my first go. I've been, been like, uh, this kid is trying to date my daughter. Like, let's go for... Uh... Because they were probably... I don't know. They were just trusting their daughter and being nice. Like, hey, break up with this guy. He's 23. You're 12. Like... Well, I'm sure maybe they assumed that their daughter was not sexually active and they were not trying mm-hmm. to to ruin the man's life. Yeah. And probably yeah, and that's being, they were being nice. They were being active. nice, yeah. And they should have gotten him for that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They were being nice and saying just and... break it off and leave it, leave, it, leave it alone, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um... Yeah. Uh, Jeremy admitted to the murder of his par- of the parents in a conversation with an undercover police officer while in custody. Um, he was tried in November of 2008. Wait, and- I'm sorry. I don't like that. What? An under- undercover police officer made him admit that? I mean, while I- in custody. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Let's I understand that you're already he in didn't custody. Made but- him- he didn't make him admit it. I know he, he did didn't make him... But I don't know. There's, I don't, I don't like cops already. Uh, also, I just read this thing this morning that was literally like talking about several cases of of the FBI uh, literally trying to get people, to, people trying to get things. get people to do to con- to create uh, mass shootings to go out there and do do something crazy just so they could attack them or arrest them for doing something else. Like, yeah, it just irritates me that. And I know this shit happens all the time, but I just feel so powerless to, to hear and see that, like, it's literally out there that our government is planning people to try and commit mass murders so they can be like, oh, we got him. Like, girl, that's not how that works. Well, I mean, they create their own problems as a distraction. So. Exactly. Anyways, uh, so that – it d- does irritate me a little bit that they had people planted to get him to get a confession – but I'm glad we got a confession, but at the same time, it's just, like, why did you have to have planting to prove that? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You yeah. should be able to pr- prove these things without without having to... Force confession. Exactly. Trying to 
have be sneaky. I don't know. Okay, anyway, sorry. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah. Um, he was tried on November 2008 and found guilty by a jury on three counts of first-degree murder for the killings of the three Richardsons. On December 15th, 2008, Stinky, Jeremy, <laughs> Stanky, was sentenced to three life sentences, one for each first-degree murder. Uh, the sentences are to, to be served concurrently, and Jeremy will be eligible for parole after serving 25 years. So, 2033. 2006 with 25 years? 20, 2008. Oh, yeah, 2033, yeah. I don't know if they gave him credit for time served. Yeah. But that's the Richardson family. I just... I mean, the, like, I understand that killing people regardless is not great. And by not great, I mean it's not... You should not do that. Um, but, like, Gypsy Rose Blanchard discovered that she was being abused. Um, and her boyfriend helped her kill her mom to get away from her mom. That case... Is a little bit more understanding. <laughs> Should she have killed her? Yeah. No. No, there's no semblance of of sense. Yes. In this case. Yeah. It's just she was a a, a defiant kid. Brat yes. Who said, "I'm gonna do what I want to, and if you don't like it, I'm gonna kill I'm you. Gonna kill Literally, you. I'm gonna kill you." Like, what kind of child thinks like that? Like, like a narcissist psychopath. And yeah, I was gonna say the fact that they only diagnosed her for. What, what did you say that she was just antisocial antisocial yeah it's like no no you have a psychopathic sociopathic tendencies to just decide that you want to kill your parents and so is 10 years in jail enough to heal those tendencies i don't fucking know i don't i don't, I don't think but i don't like a narcissist i can't stand mm -hmm. a narcissist because I, I just don't i can't fathom that that level of self-importance mm -hmm. and to the level of self-importance where you're thinking that somebody's life is not worth Yours. your uh freedom to do whatever you want to do also your temporary is happiness ridiculous and disgusting exactly your temporary happiness and like i hate to say this but like you look at life and marriages and all that stuff is like not all this this is not set in stone people's yeah. lives are set in stone your marriage or your life your love to uh this random boy that's 11 years older than you in as a 12 year old like that's not set in stone I mean, especially I'm, even if you told me as a 12 year old you may love somebody now but you probably or you may not love them forever uh -huh. i feel like as a 12 year old like, i'd be like yeah I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yes. It wouldn't be like totally just like, no, 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 no. There were, once I feel like this, this is the way I'm going to feel forever. Yes. You don't have enough permanency in your own emotions to know that some things don't last. Yes. You're not going to be, you, you're happy for a day. You think you're going to be happy for the rest of your life every single day, every single moment. And that That's leads stupid. To directly back to what you said that she was a spoiled brat because I'm sure she was probably. Uh, ridiculously happy her parents gave her everything everything she needed so she said uh, well I've gotten everything I needed so you're gonna tell me no for something that I want uh, fuck that and she goes so far as to say let me go ahead and kill you guys like yeah. that's just it resonates a little bit more 
in my point in life now Mm -hmm. than it might have before Mm -hmm. just because I'm like there are things that I take care of where okay so you don't get uh, XYZ you don't you didn't finish your supper tonight so Mm -hmm. you have to go to bed early Mm -hmm. and it's just the end of the world Mm -hmm. tomorrow when you wake up you're gonna be fine perfectly fine nobody cares yes so then it just begs the question, like, let me go ahead and plan this whole thing out as a 12-year-old to kill my parents. Like, that's just, like... You seed on it, and you just water that seed and, and just live in, and wallow in that just How, hate. though? Like... How can you do that about the people that raised that you That raised you and loved life? you, gave you everything. The, 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 I thought this was going to go the opposite way, that, that uh, Jeremy was going to be the one that killed his, his own mom, because he was the one who gave him a, a house of abuse. Like, that would make – I'm sorry. You still should not kill people. But that would somehow, like, create some sort of clemency maybe. Like, some sort of, like, actual, like, understanding of why he did what he did. But for them to go for her parents and – He didn't go for anyone. Correct. For, she went sure, for it For her to go for – yes, exactly. For her to go for his – for her parents – uh, that I, I mean, and me. I fully believe that she manipulated him, and I don't think that he had had. I mean, it was not his thought, and it was not something that he would have acted upon unless she had suggested it. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't going to be like, "We'll kill your parents, and then we'll live together forever." Yes, it, he was like, "Man, that sucks. I wish he could be with me forever. Let's do what. Uh, uh, let's run away." Yeah. I mean, he's still a pedophile. Yes. He'd be like, let's go live in fucking none of it. But running away would have been... Just, like, go. Just, why did you have to take three people's lives? Like, ugh. It's exhausting to me. I mean, no. What should have happened is that she should have been put into a situation where she couldn't contact him. Well, why did she... Yes. Why did she... And he have should have access. known better to not contact her and probably should have gone to jail for in, encountering in, in a minor. Correct. And my question is, how does she even come in contact with, contact with, a, with him to begin with? Because I, the internet's new and people don't know how to control valid. their kids on the internet. Internet, yes. Um, I don't know. I did not know anyone who was older than me. Um, I did. I didn't, yeah. I had MySpace and people would message... You'd get random messages from people. But I was had more common sense than to answer them. Yes, exactly. You had that level of uh, understanding and, it, I guess, intelligence. I mean, I would like to say I'm not insulting her, but I am insulting her. I mean, it's a common so, sense. It's common sense. It's intelligence. To Common intelligence to, to know. Maybe I shouldn't message this random person back. And, like, even if you thought he was hot... Which, I mean, I felt, I always find myself in those situations, but I'm not going to message someone who's 12 yeah. back. I'm not going to message someone who looks like a child back. Like, even if it says on their profile they're 23 years old, like, I'm not. I was not in the uh, realm of trying to message anyone that I didn't know at all. Yes. I, I meant, like, I'm trying to associate to, like, now. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time, I, I didn't think of it. And my parents mm. didn't think of it either. Yeah. Which is, I mean, telling. The like, internet was People new. didn't know mm-hmm. what to do. Mm-hmm. But my parents were not worried about that because mm-hmm. they... Trusted you. Knew what I was trying to do. I was only trying to look porn, at porn on the internet. Look at the gay porn on the internet. And they were mm-hmm. mad about that. My, yeah, same. We talked about this on the podcast multiple times before. I'm like... <laughs> if there's penises Listen, on the internet, sorry. 
I'm not trying to get involved with anyone I shouldn't have. But I'm just looking at naked men on the internet. And that's fine. Is it better than than chatting with random men on the internet? Yes. I do that instead. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, it is. is better. It's safer. And uh, and everyone's happy. <laughs> I'm enjo- I'm enjoying myself here. And we all get to see dick. <laughs> oh, classic. we all do because you're watching the history of what I'm exactly. looking. Exactly, you guys get to click on what did Spencer look at? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that is just straight up two men together. And why does he have a, a very uh, casually placed rope? Why over are his junk? Why are they so close together, naked? Well, let me explain. Gay. They are. Uh, inserted in one another mm-hmm. so it's weird that it happens um wow I love that's fucking crazy yeah huh? that's crazy i love that yeah. well welcome to season three what a season it what will be. a season it, we kicked that off with some stupid shit um stupid and by that i mean spoopy shit uh and i love that uh i wish that i hadn't done something that literally just lit a, ho- a town on fire after i just talked about a fire but that's fine it was two weeks ago i slept since then barely but i did um it wasn't two weeks ago it was two weeks ago it was just one last week we didn't do a a research topic so we it was did. two weeks ago no we did we didn't research anything last week yeah we did savannah came RuPaul's over and, and drag us down under no i we're wrong podcast we're on mm-hmm. the spooky podcast right now yeah, no, no. Oh. We did a good time. We had a good time. Uh, um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yes. We love that. Thanks for listening for the past two years now as we start our third year of podcasting. Third year. Three of years. Talking. Three non-stop. years of us just... Well, honestly, this is me and Spencer talking. And by honestly, I mean you've heard this multiple times. But me and Spencer are just talking. You guys decided to allow us to have microphones in front of us. Uh, and No, no. No one decided that but me. <laughs> you decided that and you as the listeners are listening to, to us listen. talking. To as, volunteer your ears. Correct. As we normally talk, but with microphones in front of us. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, You're so, disgusting. If you want to listen to more episodes of our Spoopy Podcast, that is our Spoopy Podcast at our spoopypodcast.com, our Spoopy Podcast on Instagram, our Spoopy on Twitter, and our Spoop on Facebook. Want to send us an email? You can send us an email at our Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any recommendations, any ideas, tell us what we need to talk about because um, after 104 weeks of both of us doing double episodes, Chris is running out of topics. I'm out. Uh, we have what 208 topics at least. Plus, sometimes I've done two or three topics. You've done two or three topics. I've so. done the Sutter family 15, 15 times. Fifteen times. Fifteen times. Uh, also, take a listen to our last episode if you want to get to know us a little bit better because we got interviewed by one of our fan favorites, uh, uh, Savannah, and also one of our favorite fans, Dusty. Uh, he submitted some questions for some question. He submitted most of our questions. Uh, to interviews, we had. 52 questions for every year of, uh, I'm sorry, every, every week, week of, the year. of season, every week of the year. So we had 52 questions we answered. Uh, we had a lightning round at the end after answering some uh, hard-hitting questions. So uh, there were some teary eyes. There were some moments. Uh, so take a listen to our most recent episode because that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed Something that. Something not to miss, Hunty. Uh-huh. And here I was thinking, 
Wow. That's going to be hard for us to fill the time. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was three hours. It was too long. It was three hours, almost. Take some time. Take a special day. It's it's almost summer. Mm. Take a three-hour nap by the pool and listen to us. It, Not a nap. Will you sleep? Fully attentive. Yeah. Just erect with attention. Erect. <laughs> yes. Um. Also... Always listen to our little sister podcast. She's a tiny little baby Just podcast. A little baby. Or sister podcast or a daughter podcast? Daughter podcast. Daughter podcast. Yes, daughter. She's so We small. bore her from our tiny teat. Teat. It came from a weird place. Just right out of my nipple. Just right. I have big nipples. Out. They could probably come out of there. Yeah. And that's something you should get checked by a doctor. Yeah, probably. But our spoopy, our rupee podcast is the rupiest because we discuss all of the latest televised drag competitions. Mm-hmm. So right now we're working on Drag Race Down Under. Um, there you go. You're getting closer. It's getting better. It's getting There's better. a lot of things that don't sound good. No. I'm just trying with Thomas and uh, I think he's annoyed, but. But you keep doing it that's anyways. That's baby. That's <laughs> showbiz. Uh, so that's our Rupee Podcast at ourrupeepodcast.com. Our Rupee Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also send us an email at ourrupeepodcast at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And we also, we gave a shout out earlier, but I am giving a shout out now because our sister podcast is about to also celebrate their two-year anniversary. And they are... Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff brings you all of the latest, uh, not latest, they bring you all the gay history. Uh, they bounce back in time all across history to give you important gay history, which is amazing uh, because gay history is uh, much broader than I ever imagined. There's something that they bring up that I had no idea was related to us as a gay community which is amazing i'm sorry not even gay community lgbtq plus community they have everything you thought bent wrists was just like a fun thing to do right yeah but now they have the reason for it they'll tell you about it yeah uh they give you some slang bang which is also always fun uh for some gay slang uh they give you uh literature reviews of gay literature uh, with a segment once a month. Uh, they give you history every single week. And then they also even give you new millennial Gen Z culture as well. By me. <laughs> no? Kylie Jenner. Kylie Minogue. By oh. me. Billie Eilish. I'm Billie Eilish. Um, anyways, so you can listen to me and them at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff dot com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at uh, Instagram and Facebook. Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter and Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Gmail dot com. Um, also, hmm? we're coming up on Pride, Hunty. Yes. Hunty's Come on, Gay Stuff. Celebrate Pride this June with the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber of Commerce's Pride and Business event on June 24th, 2021. The Pride and Business event is a unique opportunity to celebrate the most important role of the LGBTQ plus and allied businesses in the Greater Houston economy. The event underscores how the LGBTQ plus and allied business community works with the broader business community and public officials to realize a better Houston. The event this year is also a celebration of the Chamber's milestone five-year anniversary. Mm -hmm. What to expect at this virtual event? The Chamber will present its inaugural Pride and Business Awards, which recognizes the contributions made by the Chamber members in building a more diverse and inclusive business community. Uh, 
You'll also hear from keynote speaker Luis Vega, who is the president of North America and vice president of government affairs and advocacy at Dow. Pride in Business is the only event in Houston focused on the LGBTQ plus business community during Pride Month. Reserve your spot now, or better yet, be a sponsor for the Pride in Business event, held on June 24th, 2021, from 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can learn more at HoustonLGBTChamber.com forward slash 2021 PID. Once again, celebrate Pride with the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber Pride in Business event on June 24th. Yes! yes. Uh, well, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works! Uh, they are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company, company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works, when we work, the Economy Works! Find out, oh, find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah. getting into it and you well just, i think you should get out of you it you weren't uh, i think you should get out, out of it what does that mean that you're trying to tell me to tell all of them to get, get spooky, spooky with me?